RTHK, it's time for Letter to Hong Kong with Executive Council Member Ronnie Tong. The following program is a personal view program. Let us stop trying to fool anyone and face the facts. Hong Kong is amongst the freest cities in the world. Despite all the turmoil over the last four months, we still have lawful assemblies practically every week, freely reported by news media around the world. That is strong testament that freedom of expression and of the press is well respected and safeguarded here. And yet, the rioters do claim they were freedom fighters, and to some extent, the international community believes. So much so, the United States Congress is in the process of passing a law with a view to sanction those in the Chinese or SAR government found to be guilty of stifling the freedom of Hong Kong people. It is almost as if we are living in two different worlds. One is a make-believe world where political propaganda rules and the other is grounded on facts. Sadly, the make-believe world led by the United States is winning. It is true that the loudest slogan you hear every day in Hong Kong today is liberate Hong Kong. But liberate from what? Free Hong Kong, already a free city? From what? Some may say, from the rule of terror. Yes, indeed, we are living under an immense blanket of white terror. The rioters would say, we are living under the reign of terror in the form of incompetent and uncaring rule of the SAR government and police brutality. The rest of our community would say, we are living under a reign of terror where police may be maimed or killed every day, where ordinary people and tourists may be falsely imprisoned and badly beaten up just for disagreeing with the five demands or the violent conduct of those wearing black, where business establishments like Mass Transit Rail, Maxime chain restaurants and shops, Chinese banks and any businesses or shopping malls dare to question the five demands may be vandalized, burned or destroyed and the customers attacked physically and verbally just for being there where family members and small children of policemen and women are being singled out and vilified at their places of work and schools and even kindergartens. And the saddest thing is, both sides may be right. But does that explain or justify anything? Nothing justifies violence, let alone extreme violence, even by way of revenge or retaliation. Nothing justifies attempted murder, arson, or attacking innocent people and children, even if the government is incompetent or callous or the police is bent and acting with excessive force. Such violence has nothing to do with freedom, or democracy for that matter. It has to do with proportionality and humanity. Pope John Paul II said it well. When freedom does not have a purpose, when he does not wish to know anything about the rule of law engraved in the hearts of men and women, when it does not listen to the voice of conscience, it turns against humanity and society. Hong Kong is right at the edge of total collapse. Whatever the rights and wrongs of each side, we must look beyond any misguided slogans, any misjudged decisions, and any misconduct of any kind. There is an ongoing debate as to who is more wrong and who should take the first step to reverse the current situation. That debate is not helpful at all. 
In any event, the ASEAN government has taken the first steps by withdrawing the extradition bill and starting a dialogue at the community level. But that is not enough. The SAR government must show its complete sincerity by promising to discipline or even punish those in the police force who might have acted with impropriety or excessive force. It matters not such act of sincerity comes in the form of an independent inquiry or the statutory independent police complaints council. It is the results of any such investigation that counts. On the other hand, those who oppose the SAR government must also act their part. It takes two to tango. The community will not mend itself with the government acting alone. Those in opposition must accept freedom is not an issue here, but a joint determination to make Hong Kong work again is. The rioters will not listen to reason coming from the SAR government. If they do, they wouldn't be rioting in the first place. But they do listen to political and opinion leaders in opposition. It is time for these leaders to demonstrate their worth and their commitment to Hong Kong. They often like to quote and emulate Nelson Mandela. Well, it is precisely Nelson Mandela who said, For to be free is not merely to cast off one's chains, but to live in a way that respects and enhances the freedom of others. What is precisely on point here is whatever the argument, we must respect the freedoms of the rest of the community. The freedom to take a different view on a controversial bill, or any other political issue for that matter. The freedom to do business in a safe and orderly environment. And the freedom to be protected by the rule of law. That, dare I say, is the true concept of freedom. Let us tell the United States what freedom truly means that no law passed by any country could change the meaning of true freedom. Let us tell the world that it is only with a complete and immediate cessation of violence that Hong Kong can start rebuilding trust and confidence within our community and relive our life as a truly free city. At the end of the day, what we desperately need is not to free Hong Kong, but to free Hong Kong from violence. Famous political philosopher Edmund Burt once said, The only thing necessary for the triumph of evil is for good men to do nothing. We can no longer afford to do nothing. Let us all stand up and say no to violence.